0: The following day, we began our discussion of Bastogne. The scope of what became known as the Battle of the Bulge was incomprehensible, even by the scale of most battles that the Western Allies fought in World War II. In January 1945, the U.S. Army suffered more battle casualties, more than 39,000, than in any other month of the campaign in Northwest Europe. The final reckoning of casualties totaled more than 80,000 American soldiers killed, Wounded or missing. One third of the American casualties resulted from trench foot and frostbite. Winters' second battalion was in the thick of the action. The battle began in the foggy early morning of December 16, 1944, when two massive German armies struck a thinly held portion of the American line in the Ardennes. It was Hitler's last desperate gamble to reverse the tide of war in Western Europe. Operating in radio silence and inclement weather that denied the Allies aerial observation, the Germans achieved total surprise. By the end of the first day, German forces had quickly penetrated the American defenses. After the initial shock that the enemy was still capable of assembling such a powerful force, General Dwight D. Eisenhower moved to contain the bulge that now existed in the Allied line. He directed General George S. Patton with his 3rd U.S. Army, to strike the southern shoulder of the bulge as soon as possible. In the interim, Ike committed the Supreme Headquarters, Allied Expeditionary Forces Strategic Reserve, consisting of the 82nd Airborne and the 101st Airborne Divisions, to the vicinity of Bastogne to hold the line. Bastogne was a crossroads town in Belgium where a series of transportation networks came together. If the Germans captured Bastogne, they would be able to cross the Meuse River and perhaps reach the Belgium port of Antwerp. As the American reinforcements boarded hundreds of trucks, headquarters directed the 82nd Airborne to send Vite on the northern shoulder of the Bulge, the 101st truck to Bastogne, right in the center of the German penetration. Easy Company and Second Battalion marched through Bastogne the evening of December 19th and established positions along the Bastogne-Foy-Noville road that ran northeast from Bastogne city center. There they remained for the next thirty days attacking, defending, and then attacking again. By the time that 2nd Battalion was pulled from the line on January 17th, Easy Company was virtually unrecognizable. Most of the Tacoa Corps had become casualties, and Winters had relieved Easy Company's commander. Even more so than D-Day, Bastone formed the Crucible that transformed Easy Company into a band of brothers. As war correspondent Ernie Pyle wrote, The common bond of death draws soldiers together over the artificial vestiges of rank. I could not imagine a more difficult leadership challenge, and I was anxious to ask Dick about it. Okay, let's talk about Bastogne. You are now serving as acting battalion commander, and Easy Company and its sister companies endured a month of excruciating combat in one of the most frigid winters in recent history. Dick paused before responding. Bastogne was the toughest campaign in which I ever participated. At night, I still think about Bastogne. I've seen death. I've seen my friends, my men, getting killed. It doesn't take many days like this, and you change dramatically. Some died, and others lived. And nobody knows why it is so. As casualties mounted in both E.C. Company and the battalion, the rest of us had to go on. At the same time, I was supremely confident that we could endure against anything the Germans threw at us. Brigadier General Jim Gavin, commander of Dick's sister airborne division, the 82nd, noted his own confidence following his initial combat in Sicily. I want to come back from this one, much more than I have ever wanted to come back before. I am not as uneasy about going in as I have been before. Although it is certain to be a hell of a fight, those of us who have been there before are all a bit more certain of ourselves and our ability to handle anything that develops. There are not as many unknowns this time. It is the unknowns that bother the new soldier. Gavin's assessment on the eve of D-Day matched Dick's own confidence and his ability to orchestrate the upcoming battles. I asked Dick's reaction when his battalion reached Bastogne and witnessed American soldiers in full retreat. We had never seen this before, and would never see it again for the remainder of the war. Their faces told us this was panic pure and